Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> Perfect. Keep going. Rolling. Keep rolling. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Jimmy Rowe. Let's go through the lineup from the top. Joe, sign off. Hey. <laughs> I'm Joe. What do you guys want from me? Come on, let's go. And in the middle, we have me. Are you going to introduce yourself? No, you. It's M.I. <laughs> Joe Miro. Me isn't Michael, me, not me Michael. isn't me. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. What a funny joke. God. I want to die. This is the second uh, time we recorded this. And there's me, your host for today, Robert, coming at you live from a new place in Indianapolis, Indiana, the great state in the Rust, Rust Belt? What, 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 I don't know what region I'm in. Anyways, <laughs> we have a special show for you all today. It is Jumiro Court. Ba-bum. Now, hold on a second. I, I want someone to ask me how I'm doing. Alrighty, Michael, how are you? Um, distraught. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. All right, Robert, I'm going to give you one. I'm just going to give you a sentence, a statement. Um, and I just want you to give me your feelings on that statement. Um, your, your knee-jerk reaction to that statement. Okay, here we go. Joey told me that Django Unchained is a feel-good movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, I did. Joey, Uh, um, why? Yep, okay. So, long story short, obviously he's treated very poorly in the beginning, and the rest of the movie is him getting revenge and doing something at the end that makes it a like a makes it a happy movie because everything is perfect and he rides off into the sunset. So you feel good for him. That's it. That's your explanation? Yeah. Joey, what? I want you to name off two more feel good movies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you asked me to name off feel good movies. And it's not a feel good movie, but the first movie to come to my mind was Up. It's, that's not a feel good movie? <laughs> no, that's not a feel good movie. <laughs> what? But I was like, oh, up. And I was like, oh, no, no, that's kind of sad. It's a sad movie. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so you're telling me Django <laughs> Unchained is a feel-good movie, but up is not. Yeah, up is sad. All right, what? I, tell me one. Okay, oh, I'm going to name a, a movie, and I want you to let me know. I think we're going to drop the other game show. We're going to go right into this. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. Okay, Joey. Yeah. I'm going to name a movie. You're going to just tell me feel good, not feel good, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Never seen it. Okay. <laughs> I was worried you would say it's a feel good movie. I mean, I've, I've heard of it. There's a there's a World, World at War trophy called Saving Private Ryan from the Call of Duty game. <laughs> Obviously, it's a reference to the movie itself, but I've never seen the movie. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, another movie off the top of my head. Uh, uh, let's go with uh, Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is a thinker. <laughs> Not a feel-good movie. Only uh, but, it, but it could be. Robert Adams. But, it, but it could be a good feel-good movie. All right. I don't know. That's a hard one. Okay, what about uh, Ratatouille? That's a feel-good movie. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, that's a feel-good movie for sure. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Okay. My favorite movie. Uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. It's a feel-good movie. <laughs> Forrest Gump is a feel-good movie, but Up is not? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, Forrest Gump's not really sad. Oh, it absolutely is sad. There's so many emotions in that film. I have never felt sad watching that. What? Are we? Have we seen the same movie? 
<laughs> yeah, and Robert's right. There's a there's it's a there's so many emotions, but one of them is most certainly sad. Yeah. Maybe we're watching the wrong movie, different movie. <laughs> I, am, I went from like, oh wow, listen to this kooky thing Joey told me to like, I think I'm hurt. I, I feel like offended. This is Christmas all over again. Uh, <laughs> what about the movie About Time? I've never heard of it. Oh, Joey. Let alone seen it. You gotta watch it. So good. Is it a feel-good uh, movie, Robert? Yes, it is. Okay. Very much a feel-good movie. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of that one either. The Christmas one? No. I don't it's know black it's... and white, so Joey's not seeing it. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. If it's not The Wizard of Oz, then yeah. Oh, wait, what about The Wizard of Oz? What's that? Well, that's a feel-good movie. Is that the wrong answer? The silence makes me think it's the wrong answer. What about Goodwill Hunting? Uh, I've never seen it. This doesn't work. Anymore. I don't. I don't. Watch, I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh, clearly, if your baseline for feel good is Django Unchained, it's not the baseline. Supposedly, he told Kristen he was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna watch a movie. We're we're gonna watch a movie. It's called Django Unchained." And from what I understand, she didn't know much about it, and she he knows, described she it knew to her. Nothing about it. He described it to her as a feel good movie. But I also, I also, <laughs> I also read off the, the like the synopsis online. I read a description of what the movie was, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a, it's a feel good movie." Because you feel good as he gets revenge. Uh, what do you think of John Wick? Well, that's that's not a feel good movie, but it's a really good movie. <laughs> but that movie makes me feel good. Oh, <laughs> well, he's yeah, yeah. What about uh, let's see, the uh, Avengers Endgame? I mean, it's not a feel good movie, but it's not not a feel good movie. I don't know. It's not it. It's in between, I guess. <laughs> It is. Oh my god! What about the Suicide Squad? <laughs> that's that's neither. <laughs> the, the, I'm sorry, not the Suicide Squad. What about Suicide Squad? Oh yeah, that one. Okay, yeah, that's a feel good movie. I'm joking. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think superhero movies are feel good movies. But they're like, but they don't fall in that not feel good movie category. I don't know how to describe them. They're just entertaining movies. You know, the more this goes on, the the less it makes sense to me. So <laughs> I'm I'm really not sure if there's anything like any conclusion we could ever come to. I don't think. Yeah, I think this just kind of goes on into oblivion. Yeah, basically. Welcome. You said welcome up to my wasn't. Life. You said up wasn't feel good, and, and Beauty and the Beast wasn't feel good, and I was like, oh, so this is just. <laughs> We're just like closing our eyes and throwing things. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure, why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into what we were here for today. Originally, we are going to do Jomiro Court. This is an idea brought to us by Joey. Bubba. And so, Joey, why don't you describe what we're going to do today? Oh, okay. Um, so, we have dug up some post on the subreddit r slash am i the asshole where people post post about basically questioning are they indeed in the wrong or are they in the right and we're going to read them off and then we're going to give our opinions and at the end we'll settle on a conclusion all three of us will try to settle on a conclusion <laughs> about about said post Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, in no particular order here, outside of the little guide that Joey had. Uh, well, actually, quick side note: you can maybe cut this out if you want. Uh, we never really decided on <laughs> which order we wanted to do. Yeah, Michael decided to not participate. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. Well, I mean, we're already just you know shooting in the dark. We we'll just pick a random number. <laughs> 
Alrighty, am I the asshole for <laughs> refusing to give up my dream wedding dress, though it means my fiance's family will not attend? Okay, so just what we're going to do is just based off the first sentence, I just want to hear your guys' initial reactions, and then we'll get into the context, and then obviously things can change. So am I the asshole for refusing to give up my dream wedding dress, though it means my fiance's family will not attend? So they're going to give up their dream wedding dress and their fiance's family will not attend, right? Yes. Is it supposed to be like, like, so if she doesn't wear her dream wedding dress, then her fiance's family will attend? Uh, we're just going off of initial assumptions, so I guess the assumption would be yes. I don't know. I'm confused. I mean, no, I, I, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> um, I don't think... I mean, that's definitely so. We went out of our way to pick like controversial ones, right? Yes, we we're going for stuff that is uh, supposedly got a lot of juice to it. I hope this one will uh, be easier to decide on once we have more details. But there's a lot to think about because I think like if your family won't go to a a wedding because of a person's dress then you know maybe they shouldn't go anyway um but also like from the bride's perspective and again like the the husband and bride are the center of attention for a wedding that's the idea um or not necessarily husband and bride whoever's getting married or the or the center of attention um but like if if the family's not going like it would, I think it would be very selfless for the bride to give up the dress so that the family can come. Um, even though it is like their day. Um, but I don't know, man, we, I need details on this one because I, that's a, that's rough. I, I read through it again and now I understand she's refusing to give up the wedding dress. So, okay. Um, no, she's not. I don't, I don't think, I don't think she's in the wrong there because like, like Michael was saying, it's her wedding. I mean, of course, it's like their wedding, the husband or the wife and whoever's getting married, it's their wedding. But at the same time, it's like her special day. So I think if she wants to wear her dream dress, it's her dream dress. She can do what she wants. Okay. So I agree with both what you guys said. Let's get into some context here and see if uh, it spices things up. So the original post says, I'm in a lot of turmoil right now, and it feels like everything is falling apart. I have never had a great relationship with my future mother-in-law. It isn't terrible, but I can sense that she doesn't like me. My fiancé is very close to his family, so there has been some tension. I didn't invite the mother-in-law... Wait, okay, this grammar doesn't make sense. I didn't invite mother-in-law wedding dress shopping... Okay, that does make sense. Because our relationship is awkward but I thought I'd show her a picture to make her feel included. My dress is a beautiful, flowy, beachy dress, but not technically a wedding dress and could be ordered in color. I bought it from a small local boutique that we both love. The mother-in-law said that I can't wear the dress because she bought the same one for her 50th birthday, which is two weeks after my wedding. The mother-in-law does not have the dress, though, in a mint green color. In parentheses, there is enough detailing that it is still clearly the same dress. And she has the receipt to prove she got it first. Lavish birthday parties are a thing in our circle, so I know she has invested serious time and money into this party. I said that I'm still going to wear the dress, despite the fact I could easily return it with no loss, because I didn't do this out of malice, and I love it. Mother-in-law said if she wears it two weeks after I do, everyone is going to think she is pathetic and copying her son's wife. I said, sorry, but not really my problem. Everyone has gone crazy since I said that. His entire side of the family and the friends mother-in-law invited all backed out of the wedding. So like 15 people won't be there and it will be noticeable. His sisters were supposed to be in the wedding party on his side, but dropped out and have blocked him on everything his stepdad won't talk to him and says he regrets raising him and he isn't a real man because a real man would stand up for his mom his biological dad is even in mother-in-law's side which doesn't surprise me because they are still good friends 
but he called us up to shame us the other night. My fiancé is hurting and found out his family has a big beach day and invited everyone but him. He called his, his mother, which is her mother-in-law, and they talked but didn't come to any sort of resolution. She said, if I refuse to do the right thing, the only answer is no one going to her party can go to the wedding. She tried calling mm, sister-in-law, I think, and found out she blocked him. He's mad at me now and feels like she had it first. Now, there's a few edits. Do you guys want me to read the edits or do you want to just go off of that? I think we're fine off of that. All right. I can, yeah, I can give some thoughts off of that for sure. Uh, and if yeah, there's anything a, that the edits brought up, then you can correct us. <clears throat> um, Joey, do you want to you want to go in? Uh, sure. Um, the child or the family's acting childish, I would say, for starters. Yeah. Um, I think like I don't know. I think that's just a thing with girls. I've seen like memes about it where like two girls wearing the same thing and like uh she copied me and then it's like two guys wearing the same thing it's like hey bro nice shirt and it's like yeah um so i don't know like i don't know why what's up with that i don't really understand the whole we can't wear the same thing thing but i don't know like i think the mom is just being ridiculous and the family is like being super extra about it um because like it's her wedding so, like, she should be able to wear whatever dress she wants. And if it's the same as the mother's dress she wants to wear on her 50th birthday party, okay. Like, you can, like, you can be upset or anything about it. But to completely shut off an entire side of the family from someone because of that specific reason and the son, <laughs> um, yeah, that's super crazy. Also, I think that she should just, like, talk to the, the fiancé about it. And just kind of come to a conclusion because there's no way that he or no reason that he should feel so um, sad and upset and be all buried in the ground by his family because of this. Um, you know, on on one like completely devil's advocate, I I'd have to say like the only thing she could have done better is if her words were not my problem. Like, I don't know, maybe there's a way she could have handled that better. But I, like, I agree. Those were really, yeah. those are poor choice of words. But like, good God almighty, that the, that family sounds like it sucks. <laughs> like, I, I can't. I, oh, my God. Like, what, what a small thing to ruin such an important moment for. Um, yeah, I, I think the family is at fault. I don't I don't think she's the a-hole for uh choosing to keep the dress i and it, it already sounds like the damage is done too like i'm not yeah. even entirely sure that it's because of the dress that this is happening it sounds more like the the ties were cut because of the dress but then like the straw that broke the camel's back is the is what she said but like even then like yeah like yeah beforehand they, they mentioned like how they already didn't have a good relationship or something like that yeah um so i think this is just kind of kind of just the the last the last straw basically and like there was probably other things that happened in their life that has led up to this because i can't think of this being like oh they're all good and friends and then this happened and it's like everything is now gone <laughs> everything has been ruined yeah I, I completely agree with what you guys have said in your analysis i think this family just sounds so difficult and, and it, it the real problem is there is uh a significant relationship issue between the mother-in-law and this bride-to-be like that is that is just absolutely ridiculous that it has escalated to this point but like the problem isn't the dress the problem is the relationship like mm -hmm. the, that's like the underlying problem here but also like what i thought was interesting is the fact that the mother-in-law convinced so many other people not to attend or at least that's what i assumed maybe they they could have taken a side, quote unquote. But um, <laughs> this is—I don't get why weddings have to be so difficult. Like when <laughs> I the past couple weddings that I've been to, I it, it the the bride and the groom always look so stressed out. Like I I don't think that I've been to a wedding recently where the bride and the groom like looked reasonably comfortable like they had looked like they were having fun during some parts but like i don't know i 
like the last two weddings, it, it was like, there's just like so much planning and so much going on and all the highs and hellos and greetings and all the conversations that you have to have and the thank yous. And it almost feels like the wedding doesn't become about you. It becomes about like the people who are attending, which I, I don't know, maybe people like that. I don't think I like that personally. I feel like the wedding should be about the, the people getting married. I'm not much of a wedding expert. Um, but it's like, I think it's the whole th- like stress of today has to be the perfect day. You're going to look back on this and like however many years you're going to have pictures of everything. And you just want everyone to be happy and perfect. But like, how do people not realize that if you go through all the stress to make that happen, you're just ruining it anyway, or at least you could. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I completely agree. Like. Robert, I I feel the same way about like vacations too, where it's just like, it's a little bit different, obviously, but it's like making vacations, like planning them out and scheduling things like you should be just relaxing and enjoying the moment. Um, like once you get to like a destination and like, if you, if you go through so much trouble to plan a wedding and everything's just stressful the whole time and there's so many things to worry about, like, you're just going to look back at your wedding and be stressed out by that. And like, that's not good. You you don't want that. And in the moment, like I'm sure, you know, it, it's like, oh, everything is going according to plan, but you're just still going to be worried about it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I agree with what you're saying is all I'm trying no, to say. Absolutely. And also like when your anniversary comes around, you're going to remember that stress. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's like every year looking forward to being stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Something that happened in the past. Um, yeah, I just, I, I feel horrible for the bride and groom in this scenario. Um, so it seems God. like we have a consensus here. The family is, uh, a little bit more at fault. Yeah. Yes. But what, uh, what were the edits? Was it anything significant? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's check those out. So the first edit says there are two edits. So the first one says the mother-in-law has never acted like this before. Truly ever. She's extremely laid back, doesn't show emotion, not really attention-seeking, which is why my fiancé is so confused. At this point, I think the relationship with his sisters and stepdad is beyond repair for now, and I'm scared to have them at the wedding. To all the people saying I should wear it to her birthday, LMAO, but I'm banned and her ex has already promised to act as a bouncer. Not that I'd ever crash it. Uh, The last edit says, my dress is going back and I apologize to her because I can't understand it, but something deeply hurt her mother-in-law and my fiance are talking for the first time in over a month. She seems exhausted and sad and maybe there's hope. I really don't think, uh, some weird acronym. I don't know. Uh, sister's father-in-law. I don't know. Or sister-in-law will ever get over this, but we will see. <laughs> wow. So she, she, so she returned the dress and, I guess decided to be the quote unquote bigger man. Yeah, I think that's that's very selfless of her um, to try and you know try and mend that relationship for her for her fiance and the family at large. But like, yeah, I don't think she abs- she needed to do that at all. Like she did that. That's that's very big of her. Um, but yeah, no, she shouldn't feel bad for this situation. Yeah, and I think also like the damage is done. Like, I. Especially, it, it's been over a month. I I feel like it, it's going to have to be like a serious conversation between the bride and the mother-in-law. Like it, yeah, I, they're, they're going to have to talk about it. Exactly, because something else is going to happen down the line. It, it could again be something sm- as small as like maybe like two vacations got planned at the same time and like the son can't go visit the mom or something like that, and it's just going to blow out of proportion. Unless because there's. Like, Go ahead. Unless she prepared for that. So whenever something does go down the line, she'll be like, remember, I gave up my wedding dress for you. Just oh, saying. But that, she's holding, but just she's for, holding ammunition right now. No, but that, <laughs> that just makes it more difficult. Like, imagine <laughs> you, you say that to the mother-in-law. Remember when I returned that dress? She's just going to like... <laughs> no, she's, she'll, she'll back down. She's like, you're right. You gave up your wedding dress for me. I thank you. I thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking here. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, let's move on to the next one, shall it's we? Closed. 
Yep, case closed. Okay. Oh, it's another wedding one. Um, and it has four edits. <laughs> so we'll get to those at the end. <laughs> so the question is, and I want to hear you guys' initial reaction. Am I the asshole for losing a friend over the use of their full name for a formal wedding invitation? Uh... I don't understand how this one works. Like, do they have absolutely a, need context yeah, for that? Do one. they have like a super embarrassing name? And they're just like, I don't know. Or like, maybe they have, they're named after like their grandfather or something. They have a terrible relationship. Uh, that's all I could think of. And like that, that would make them really upset about like ever being called that name. Can you read it again? Yeah. Am I the asshole for losing a friend over the use of their full name for a formal wedding invitation? Yeah, there's just not enough there because we don't know if the friend is is mad at them or like what went on. Like, yeah, maybe they're in protective services and can't have their name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot in the air here. I guess we'll see. Alrighty. uh, So here's how it goes. Oh, they're from the United Kingdom. I'll talk in a British accent, just so you guys can. <laughs> thank God. Un- yeah, yes. yeah, yeah thank I mean, because if I did an American accent, you guys probably wouldn't understand. So, You're right. Um, thank you. I'm from the United Kingdom, so some things are UK specific and may not apply to other countries. I'm getting married in a few months, and I had previously invited my best friend to be my best man at my wedding. He's been pretty reluctant to actually do any of the best man-related responsibilities. And I was very, well, and he was very reluctant to get a suit that my parents were going to pay for him, measured so that it can be tailored to fit him come wedding day. It's now time to send out the invitations, and anyone who has received a formal wedding invitation knows that it is customary to use a person's full and proper, all in capitalization, name, as it is spelt in their passport or if it has been legally changed by the name via deed poll. I don't know what a deed poll is. We might have to look that up. So naturally, I send my best friend his invitation. He flat out refuses to acknowledge it, as it is using his full name as the addressee. So I contacted him about it, explaining how it is a formal invitation and how we don't necessarily want to use full names, but that it is customary to do so, and expected by all parties involved. But he won't have it. He's acting like a big baby, and throwing a lot of stress and frustration my way for it. Long story short, we end up falling out, and in my last words to him, I said, fine, if you're going to act like a big baby, then forget about coming to my wedding. In fact, forget about us being friends at all. Naturally, he does just that. Now I know I'm probably going to get flack for going a bit nuclear with my last words, but he's been dragging his heels in over the whole wedding process, and I think he was just looking for a way to get out of doing anything like the lazy dick he's acting to be. Now it's been a little while, I've been wondering if I'm being an asshole here, But to me, it seems like such a little thing to drag out one's heels into the ground and ruin a friendship over something so inane as a full legal name. That's the end. That didn't really clear up too much for me. I mean, it definitely cleared some things up, but like, I, I still don't understand, unless I missed it, because I was paying so much attention to Robert's beautiful accent. Um, <laughs> why he had a problem with his name being spelled out on the invitation? Maybe should I read the edits? Yeah, I I think so. So there are the edits have a title to them. So the first one says "Edit for Info." We're talking about a situation where the name on the invite is Jonathan Lee Smith, who likes to be called John Smith. And no, for all those asking, he is not trans, and I am not dead naming him. I don't know what dead naming means. Probably you guys when you no. it's when. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Joey. No, I just said no. I don't. I don't know what it means. Dead naming uh, a trans person is when you call them their name they used to go by before transitioning. Ah, because uh, the, the name is because the name is dead. Yeah. 
Makes, Makes sense. sense. Thanks for the information. Uh, second edit. Edit because people keep asking. I've updated the content as to the reason why. Apparently his parents used it to tell him off, and he has bad feelings over that. But one, I didn't know the full extent of that prior to sending off the invitations. And two, this is a formal and traditional wedding, and it is expected that full names are used for the invitations. Heck, even my fiancé and my names are in their full names, and we both hate our names just as much. Uh, should I keep going with edits? Um, I think I can give an opinion at this point. Yeah, yeah watch it up. I think we're good. I almost don't even know how this one is controversial. I, 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 I think the the author, the poster, um, kind of acknowledged that you know they went a little far in their wording again when they got upset. But again, like I the. It's a difficult one, I will say that, because this person is clearly not interested in upholding their duties as best man. Um, so to that degree, I think they should at least be kicked out of the wedding because at that point, they're they're dragging the entire experience down for most like everyone who's going to be there. But most importantly, um, the fiance and. Uh, fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, are, they're not two words. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so like, yeah, I, I, I completely understand kicking them out of the wedding. Um, I guess I, I don't know the timeline of events here. Like, I don't know if it's like we're, we're getting down to the wire and this person's still not doing anything. Um, or, or upholding any of their responsibilities, you know, if, if they don't think they should be their friend anymore and they don't want to have any contact with them, you know, personally, I wouldn't say if this was happening to me, I wouldn't say you can just stop being in my life. You know, I would, you know, I, I would say I don't want you involved in the wedding anymore because you're bogging this entire experience down and you're just going to make this harder for everyone else. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I can't fault them for for asking them to not be involved in their life anymore either because kicking someone out as your best man, like that's that's a pretty serious thing and it's going to hurt the relationship um, potentially beyond repair. Uh, I just don't know why this person cared so much about their full name being spelled out on the on the list or on the invitation. Yeah, like it's... It's just the invitation, right? I, I don't I remember guess. reading anything else. I, it, it's... It, yeah, it's, it's just a formal invitation. It's like, you know, so like my full name is Robert John Estel Adams. I don't go by that. Like, you know, who the hell's named Estel nowadays? But You. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I was so lost for a moment. I can think of one. <laughs> But it's like, you know, if people want to put that on an invitation, it's going to be like, okay, sure. Like, I I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't, maybe I can't really speak to it because I've, I haven't really changed my name. But, but also it's like, I think the guy said it was like from Jonathan to John. So that was like the, the transition of name there, which it's like, I don't know. It just feels like such a really simple thing. And if your best man really, it, it, it sounds like you picked a, the, the wrong best man, like the yeah. wrong guy for the job. And that really sucks. Uh, that makes me wonder if this guy has good friends. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the best it, of the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it's kind of rough, but yeah, I think also like just, it, destroying a, a friendship over this is just dumb yeah. but uh, it, it kind of feels like the first one where there's probably like more there might be deeper issues at hand exactly so that, that's why like people just need to talk like just just talk about it like communicate like yeah um i think this could have been i think this could have been compromised on both sides he mentioned later on, like his parents used to tell him off or whatever. And I assume that's like, you know, whenever you get in trouble, you yell, like your parents would yell, like your full name. And you're like, Oh, I'm in trouble. 
like one of those things. Um, so if his parents used to do that and then he was like, I wasn't really like, I wasn't aware of the extent he could have been like, Oh, Hey, sorry. I'm, I wasn't aware of the extent of this. And his friend, given that it's his best man should probably is probably his best friend could probably be like, you're right. I never really told you everything. Like, how how deep and how like important it was or whatever it's okay and or something like that or um the guy getting married could have been like okay i see um like i see you have a problem with this and it's really like in his mind like don't tell the guy this but, like in his mind be like it's really not that big of a deal just trying to move forward and do things and for maybe this one person he could just like fine be a baby about it I'll write John on the card or whatever. Um, but this should not be as big of a deal as it was, I don't think. I think both sides could have compromised or even the best man could have just dealt with it. You know, it's his quote unquote, like, like I said, this might be his best friend or whatever, considering it's his best man. This guy could have been like, yeah, my best friend's getting married. I'll just deal with it. So I just read one of the last edits and this, this makes me lean more towards the poster side because, so it says, edit for more info. For clarity, I'm not going to do the British accent. Okay. <laughs> for clarity, my best friend was supposed to also be a counter signatory on the wedding documents and as such would have had to have used his full and legal name on the official paperwork. Mm. <laughs> so, well, then, real, yeah. Real quick, what is a counter signatory? So when you get your wedding document signed, you have to have a witness. At least I'm pretty sure in the United States. Oh, the States. witness. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's it's kind of like a, I am here recognizing along with the government that these two people are getting married. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Like it gets into legal territory at that point. Yeah. It was like, just by a different name, so I didn't I didn't catch it, but I know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more context that could help understand the situation more, but it just sounds like this person has a bad a bad best man. Um, and like I said, I wouldn't necessarily cut this person out of my life, um, but if they're upholding the entire wedding because they don't want their name spelled out on an invitation or this uh, the, uh, to be a witness, like, yeah, I don't know. I I just, I, I don't know why this person picked this person to be their best man, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the best man sucks. Um, I'm I'm ruling on the side of the of the poster. And it's like not even like they went by their middle name instead of their first name. It's just an abbreviation. They just abbreviate their full name. That's it. So, so Joey, would you get mad if someone put your full name on a wedding invitation? <laughs> that would be slightly understandable. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes, my name is a disaster, but no, I wouldn't be mad. I guess whatever. Well, I'm, never, I'm, jo- like I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I would. No, if you mad. would though, I'm interested. Like, no, if someone put Joseph. <laughs> wow, way to just let the world know. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to cut me out of your life? Yeah, in case anyone did miss that, it's J-O-E-S-P-H, Joseph. That's, legal, that's legally correct, yep. That is legally that's, correct. That's Wait, what's your what's your middle name? Oh, here Don't we go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My middle name is also spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Wait, is it really? Do you not know this, Robert? No, I, I actually don't know your middle name. This is great. It's Carlito. Oh, okay. I did know that. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, just but this just in. Spelled... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, was gonna make a joke. Oh, I didn't know it was spelled incorrectly. Yeah, it's spelled incorrectly. How's it supposed spelled? To be... <laughs> take it. Take it away, Michael. Well, it's supposed to be Carlito, um, like a, a regular Italian sounding name, um, but it's spelled Carlito. <laughs> what? C a r l i e t o. Oh. Anyways, I side on the I side on the OP side. <laughs> Interesting. That's cool, dude. <clears throat> Real cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I I felt to kick Michael off the show. 
I was just gonna <laughs> say this rude. just in. We have a new we have a new post. Um, the, this person says, uh, "Am I the a hole? I spelled my son's middle name and first name incorrectly on purpose <laughs> to curse him for his life." You know, you know the worst part about this. I want to name my second son a junior. <laughs> So that since I had to go through this name, he has to as well. Chris, yeah, you're. Yeah, Chris, that's a, Kristen's that's not like, on board with it. No, that's horrible. You, <laughs> like you would go to hell. Like that's. Oh my god. Dad, why, like, why, why would you, you wish? Why did you spell my name wrong? Because <laughs> why would you wish that upon your your son? Like, I, you're a monster. It makes for a, it makes for a decent conversation starter. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, like, it will add one to the positives. <laughs> anyway, what's your guys' verdict? All right, uh, I'm with the uh, the wedding dude. Yep, the po- well, they're both wedding dudes. They are. Well, one, I, I guess one's not yeah, anymore. One's an ex wedding yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm on the poster side. Yep, poster. I'd love more context though. Yeah, no, the relationship. If, leading you're, up to if you're listening to this poster, let us know. Also, <laughs> if if you're British and you have gotten married, have witnessed a wedding, a formal wedding, a formal British wedding, and you know what that's like, let us know because I don't think any of us have any idea, really. Nope. Some I keep. Sorry, God dang it! I keep cutting over you guys. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. We all we just kind of all just trip and talk, you know. Yeah. We won't do this one day when we do our live in-person Joe Miro show. Yeah. <laughs> Surely it won't happen then as well. What were you going to say, Michael? I was just going to say, I, I really want to know more about the best man. Like, if they've been a flaky person their whole life, and then they were chosen to be a best man, and this this groom is, like, upset that they've continued to not uphold their responsibilities as best man, then part of me is like, well, what did you expect? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I'm on the poster side with what information we have. Alrighty. Let's move on to the next one. Am I the asshole for owning three dogs against my homeowners association's two dog rule? No. Okay. No, because dogs. Owning more dogs is a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, just just need more. Just need more for that one, I think. Um, um ba- sorry, go on, Michael. I was just going to say I, 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 it probably doesn't matter that much, so probably not. You're probably not the a-hole for having a third dog um when you're only supposed to have a maximum of two. I I don't know. I I kind of may lean against this person. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah, no. I'm like I'm like giving my 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 real answer instead of just joking. Um there's probably a legitimate reason or whatever safety reason or whatever that the that this they're only allowed two dogs. That's that's what I was thinking. So like, like it could be a number of things. Yeah, so if they're gonna go ahead and be like, screw your safety reason, I'm getting another dog. Then you know, maybe they are the a-hole. Mm. I guess we'll find out with more context, like what the reason is for the two dog rule. I don't know. Yeah, let's jump right into it. So the post says My parents moved to a retirement neighborhood, so I moved into their neighborhood after my job required me to move to their state. We have three dogs, however. Two of them look almost the exact same, so we would never walk all three at once. It worked for two years. Well, my... What the... People need to learn how to spell. (laughs) Well, my something neighbor has been telling everyone that we have three dogs and bitching about it on Nextdoor, the app. The homeowner association asked to investigate. One of my dogs was at the vet, so I said, go ahead. They walked through the house, and the neighbor was outside. She later walked up to me and said, ugh, did the homeowner association find your dog? I said, no, they didn't. Mind your own business, bitch. She then went on to Nextdoor to complain again, but the rest of the neighborhood is calling her crazy. Oh man. <laughs> um I wish I wish it said why they can't have more than two dogs. I feel yeah, like, I feel like I, that's a big piece of information needed. It just yeah. sounds like are there any edits? There's no edits at all. 
Ooh. It sounds like this person needs to mind their business. The the person who's telling the, the world about their dog. Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree, but, like, looking deeper into this, they know, like, that they're only supposed to have two dogs, and they're making a big enough deal about it to hide it, that I feel like it has to be for a legitimate reason, right? <laughs> like, they're going out of their way to not walk all three dogs at once because two of them look the same. So... I, I have a little bit of experience with the homeowners association. Um, and just from, so this is back when my family lived in Georgia, uh, basically every suburb or any small town outside of Atlanta had a homeowners association and you had to be a part of it to live there. And so when we lived in Peachtree city, uh, they had ridiculous mandates such as like your grass had to be like a certain height at all times. And if it went, I'm not kidding you. Like, a quarter inch, like people will come out with rulers and check. Uh, they, if it was a court. Did they stop by daily to check it? It's not daily, but I remember there was like people are. There's like this. There's this male lady who lived next door, and she had a son who was in trouble with the law a lot, and so she was very busy. And I don't think she has a spouse or anything, so she's trying to like help him and also pay for the house and bills and keep up her own life. And so sometimes like the people will come by and measure her grass and it, my parents were like, this is ridiculous. Like, like just leave the lady alone. So I know homeowners associations have, at least in my experience, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would attest that they can be pretty brutal for no real reason other than they can collect fines. And then those fines go towards question mark, who knows the board or funding something um, like maybe there's a president of the homeowners association who gets a stipend, you know, it, I don't know. Personally, I don't trust homeowners association. So I'm very much on board with the person on this part. You know, I have your three dogs. If you're, if you're only walking two at a time, that means you're also abiding by the two dog policy when you're outside, you know, what you do in your own home, that's your business. If you have three dogs inside the house, who really cares? Because maybe it's like, Oh, if you have three dogs, one might get loose and bite somebody. Well, if you only ever walk two dogs, then, that's fine. But I think you're right, though. There, maybe there's a little bit more context that needs to be needed for why this rule's in place. What the hell was that noise? I heard Anyways. that, too. <laughs> I, I, I don't trust homeowners association, so... <laughs> um, I think I, identifying the a-hole, like, it, like, I don't... I think the person should have a reasonable expectation that they could get caught for this kind of thing. And did they say that they, they had these dogs previously before moving in? Yes, so they had the dogs, and they moved into the same neighborhood as their parents. So their the parents are retired. So we got to think these parents are sixty or sixty five and up. Um, and so it seems like they moved into the neighborhood whenever their job moved to that state. Which very convenient though. That's very convenient. They have to move for their job, and like their parents just happen to be going to a retirement home, which is an open house. Yeah, it's nice. Um, so, you know, like I, I'm generally rules like that are stricter than they need to be. So I, I, I can't say that like the homeowners association is being an a-hole collectively. Like, yeah, those rules are strict, obviously, but like if I had to call a person, um, an a-hole it's the neighbor. Like, I, th- I that, agree. Th- yeah. Like just, just mind your business that this person is obviously hiding it but like also keeping two dogs on a leash at a time like robert was saying like they're abiding by the rules to an extent so like yeah no ridiculous unless the neighbor is which i don't think they are uh like i don't know how homeowner associations work but if they're like on the board or whatever and they're in charge of like making sure people follow these rules then maybe you could be a little nosy and annoying but from the post it sounds like they're not so they need to mind their own business. <laughs> yeah. Like why, why snitch? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, snitches get stitches. <laughs> I'm going to be my dog real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the neighbor's the a-hole. That's what, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, absolutely. But also it's like the person, if they get caught, you know, they're going to pay a fine and that's, that's on them. You know, it's like, yeah, they should have reasonable expectations that that could happen. Yeah. You know, it's like if you if you smoke weed in a state where it's illegal, you know, 
I, I think more power to you if you want to do that. But also know that unfortunately, if you live in a state where you could get a fine or go to jail, like that could happen. Mm-hmm. So. Agree. Yep. I agree. Okay. We'll move on to the next one. Then I guess we've pretty much wrapped up that one. We've, we've yet all... to side on the side of the not poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've also all agreed. It's just, I didn't right. expect this. Me, me either. Well, let's see how this one goes. Am I the asshole for having zero compassion for my deceased mother-in-law's friends? No, for my deceased mother-in-law. Wait, no. I don't know if it's the friends or the mother-in-law. We might have to look at the post. Either way it goes, uh, I don't think so. You don't, you're don't. you not the a-hole for feeling a certain way or not. Like If you have no compassion for them, then cool, that's on you, I guess. Um, I think you have to look at the definition for a hole for this one. Does it make you a bad person? No, I don't. I don't think it makes you like, you know, you're a reprehensible person, but like, does that make you kind of, I mean, what what was the wording they use? Like, am I the asshole for having zero compassion for my deceased mother-in-law friends for zero compassion? Um, Deceased. The title does sound weird. Like, is it the mother-in-law or the friends? Why? What's I don't know. What it? it, What it sounds like is maybe there's no compassion for the friends of the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law died, and the friends are seeking compassion, and the poster has none. I was thinking like the mother-in-law's friends passed away, and it's like, why don't you feel bad for my friends or whatever? How about I'll, I'll read the post because it sounds like we might need context. Okay. So, starts off with, am I the asshole? My mother-in-law passed away in April. She was a nice woman, but we were not friends. That's a whole separate am I the asshole, lol. Her only friends were her cats and her Facebook cat friends. With the exception of one lady who she met many years ago through her husband, who passed away 20 plus years ago. My husband and I have three children. The oldest died in a car accident at the age of 16. Six years ago, not his fault. Since the passing of our son, his mother began to pawn on her grief off on my husband, and they didn't have a relationship for about two years. Sometime about three years ago, my mother-in-law decided to let her only friend and her husband move in with her. That's interesting. They don't have jobs, credit, cars, driver's licenses, or an education. I really have zero compassion for these people. They've basically done nothing in their 60 plus years of life to put them in a better situation than they are now. Now that my mother-in-law is gone, my husband, in parentheses, an only child, owns the house. We need these people gone so we can sell it. We have been paying all the bills and encouraging them over the four months that they need to find a new home. This week, we decided to no longer pay the cable internet bill of $225 a month. She called desperately begging us to please turn the TV stations back on because that's all we have, which will require a $250 startup deposit, and we aren't paying this bill anymore. I called her back and told her that her main focus needs to be on finding a new home. I take great pleasure in knowing that I have taken their only enjoyment away. Ooh, (laughs) They need to find new friends and a new home. Am I the asshole? No. Um, I don't, I don't think they are though. They do seem like they're enjoying their suffering, which, yeah, that part's kind of like you're a bad person, but it the situation like, in general for, for the reason, no, I don't think so. Yeah. It seems like they are an asshole, but they may not be an asshole in this situation. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Cause it's like the people want to live like they're for free. They want to like, yeah, keep paying these bills and everything for us while we do nothing. And it's like. No, you don't have to do that, especially because you don't know them, really. Yeah, I I think I almost misunderstood the question when you just read us the headline, because, like, yeah, I you shouldn't feel bad for this situation you're in, poster. Um, but also, I think you should, like, look inward a little bit because you might have some other problems. Like, yeah. You're robbing people of their enjoyment, like... <laughs> I don't know. I almost, I almost question like their uh, truthfulness as a storyteller in this. Like, I, I almost wonder if there's maybe more going on if they're tipping their hat to saying they take, they like taking someone's enjoyment away. 
Like, I don't know. I'm just worried about this person. No, absolutely. That's a great point. Like, they did need to add that line. They didn't need to say that. And it just feels like maybe there was some lasting resentment from the mother-in-law. And now because they're the friends are in this house and the mother-in-law is gone, it's like these people are the last thing standing in the way. Uh, yeah. Like finally being rid of the mother-in-law. And it's like, ugh. it doesn't really matter what the relationship with the mother-in-law was like now she's dead. So it's like, you don't have to be a jerk to these people because of your shitty relationship with the mother-in-law who's now gone. And, you know, you could even strike a deal with them. You could say like, Hey, like if you guys start paying rent, like you guys could live here. But I mean, if you inherit a house, you, you inherit like a lot of upkeep and a lot of bills and debt. If there is any, um, yeah, that, that's fair. But like, what they're trying to do is sell the house, but they can't sell it well as long as these people are living here. So they're trying to get rid of the house, really. Yeah. And like, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They have to pay the bills while someone is still there. But these people don't need to be there. <laughs> they're just like, they're freeloading, basically. No, yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. I think they, I think they're, the poster is in the right in the terms of I don't need to pay these bills for people that I don't even really know. I almost don't want to give like a verdict on this one. Cause I, I that, that line about taking people's enjoyment away. I don't know. I just question the reliability of this narrator. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't like this situation. Yeah, that's very fair. They could totally be withholding. Like maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe there's something. This is like a ridiculous scenario, but I can't. I don't even know the legality of this. But maybe the mother-in-law like had something in her will about these friends being able to enjoy the house or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, if she really didn't have any friends. Like if she invited them to live with her during the last days of her life, that's a really meaningful relationship. Yeah, I'm I'm reading the the post right now. And I'm looking at the comments and the top comment was like, you were fine until you said, I take great pleasure in knowing that I've taken their only enjoyment away. <laughs> like great pleasure. Yeah. Like, come and on, like, man. Yeah. So like, I guess every, or at least this person, which has the most upvotes on the post, this person feels the same way as, uh, as, um, as us. Cause yeah, they really didn't need to add that in there. Cause that just makes them seem terrible. But in this situation, they are not the a-hole. I don't think. But yeah, as a person, what they gave us as a I'd, person, I'd agree. as a person, yeah, they probably are. <laughs> Maybe worse than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, last one. Yeah, last we can one. Do one more. Yep, last one. All righty. Oh God. <laughs> Give us a good one. Good juicy one. Take your yeah. time. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend he was ugly and disgusting to look at? Oh goodness! When? <laughs> um, hmm. I have I have t- <laughs> I have two ways of leaning on this. One, yeah, you're the you're the a hole, um, because that's really messed up. Two, I yeah, I can't. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Two, it could just be I don't know if they're posting it here. It's probably not. But if this is like some like story that he heard somewhere else, it could just be how the couple is like joke around and how they react to each other like i don't know some couples are really weird and they like tease each other and make fun of each other or whatever so i mean oh. <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> but yeah I'm, I, I'm leaning on she's the a-hole i i agree with you joey i like unless there's some sort of context that would clear up like maybe they were joking around but even then if there if there's if if she if this person is saying it and there is truth behind their statement. That's straight up monster behavior. To, I, I can't like think of a good reason to call someone ugly and, and disgusting to their face. Like, yeah, that's pretty rough. That's that's really rough. And like mean it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you- the only thing that I can think of that would be like maybe justifiable is if this is like a shitty boyfriend but at that point, you guys should break up. Like, yeah, 
I want uh, like I want to know when. I want to know. I want to know the context. Yep, hit us. Hit us with that context, Rob. Alrighty. So my and they give the age, uh, twenty five female boyfriend, twenty seven male, and I are dating for eight months. When we started dating, I was putting makeup on every day, and I fell asleep t- sometimes with it still on my face. So my skin wasn't in the best state. I realized that I wasn't doing it for myself, but for the others, and that I was scared of going out without my makeup. I decided to slowly stop putting makeup on and appreciate my natural face. I started using skincare products and also started going, doing, well, sorry, started doing sport and eating healthy food, which helped me feel confident. My boyfriend is a bit different. He has a more sedentary lifestyle. He eats mostly fast food or highly processed foods. He's a bit overweight. I try to get him to take walks with me or cook for him, but he always refuses. Recently, he started doing comments on my appearance, such as, you looked prettier with makeup. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, And then another comment he said was, you're letting yourself go, or suggesting that he could get any girl he wanted so that I should put more effort into pleasing him. Yikes. God. Yesterday, I was getting ready for the day, and he went behind me and asked if I was really going out like that. I asked him what he meant, and he answered without makeup. Sick of hearing those comments, I snapped. I told him that he was ugly, always eating shitty food, and that he was disgusting to look at, and that maybe I wasn't putting on makeup, but that I was doing something fulfilling with my life, which he was not. He looked shocked and went to another room without saying anything. Since I said this, he's giving me a silent treatment, and I'm wondering if I'm the asshole for what I said. I asked my friends for their opinions, and some thought that I was right, some thought that I was too harsh on him. Am I the asshole? No, this uh, dude sucks. Yeah, I, I for, <laughs> for whatever reason I feel like I was like assuming that this because they said they acted like they called them that they said they used to look that way, and I was assuming that like maybe the other person didn't do anything wrong, but no, this this person sucks. And like personally, I'm not into like retaliation, um, like just generally speaking, but like. If, if she wants to say that to him, the dude deserves it for sure. Like, God, what's yeah, he, wrong with people? He sounds like your typical internet neckbeard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this guy sounds real shitty. Yeah, no, yeah. for real. No, she shouldn't. I, I, you know, it, it almost sounds like this person sounds, the poster sounds like a, a good person because they said this and this other person deserved it. And now they're kind of second guessing it. Like, I, I feel like I was too hard on them. You know, like, hey, you're you're being too hard on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like it's It sounds like this, uh, this, this dude acts like this on a regular basis or whatever. So honestly, why are they dating? Why, why are they together? Yeah, I, I think they, they should. She should break up with him. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's great that she's starting to do things for herself, and mm-hmm. she's like starting to feel really good about herself, and you know, she's just living the life that she wants. And you know, to recognize that she's had enough of this, I think is great. Like it almost feels like maybe with a little bit more confidence, she could be ready to move on to someone much better than this shitty dude. Oh, yeah, and apparently this guy can get any girl he wants, so why not let him go try? Yeah, yeah. See, prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dude. <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there will appreciate her for not wanting to wear makeup and live a healthier lifestyle or whatever. So I'm. she should just go on, honestly. Yeah, like she's also like... She wants to spend time with him, and she wants to cook for him. She's doing way too much for him. This this dude does not deserve, like, she's she's way too nice. Yeah, I agree. And like, if if he's saying these things, he he clearly doesn't care about her anyway. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's 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 done. Leave leave that dude in the dust. Don't feel bad about what you said at all. She she wasn't too harsh at all. I don't. I think he was. What he said and what he did rightfully deserved how much she gave him. Honestly, she probably could have given him worse. Bad match. The honeymoon phase has worn off. And now they realize. Yep, they're right over eight months. So, yeah. So I think we unanimously 
all agree and on everything we talked about today and also sided with the posters except for uh that person who might have been adolf hitler (laughs) yeah not really sure enjoys taking pleasure from other people yeah, the more I think about that one, I I'm really starting to feel like they fabricated that, that post. Yeah, I just don't buy it, man. There's something weird about that. If any of you posters are listening, especially you, person who likes to take joy away from people, call into the show. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can talk about this. <laughs> Um, speaking of, if, if anyone listened to any of the, uh, the, these topics today, these courtroom, um, what do you want to call it? These cases. Yeah. Cases. Um, yeah, yeah. Like feel free to leave us a, a an audio message. I, I don't remember exactly how to do it, but if you're listening to on a number of different platforms, you have the option to leave us, um, an audio message. So if you have a disagreement or a question, feel free to do that and we'll respond to it on the show. Or... If you want to give us your own scenario, we'll leave your name. Uh, oh, please. That'd be great. We'll leave your name blanked. Private. That's the word. <laughs> um, yeah. And we'll, we will answer your scenario on the show. How's that sound? Sound good? Yeah. 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 Here, here. Or, I'm, maybe we'll be able to disagree on something. Even yeah. more. If you want to just leave us a message and just, you know, tell us about your day. Just, just leave us a message. Just leave us a message to like say what's going on. Just say hi. Just yeah. Say hi. We may or may not say hi back. We won't. We may though. No, we won't. There's we, no shock. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're right. Because then, then we're getting into uh, parasocial relationships, Joey. <laughs> you act like I know what that means, Michael. <laughs> Robert, do you know what that means? <laughs> yes. Robert knows. Robert, Robert knows yes. what that means. It's where basically people I, I, feel like they have a relationship with means. a celebrity. Okay, yeah, I know. just making sure. <laughs> Robert's a celebrity. No, I'm not. He used to be. <laughs> You're not not a celebrity. Yeah, this is gonna keep you up all night. Yep. <laughs> Alrighty, this has been episode 22 of Joe Miro podcast, your favorite show on the air. Signing off for us, we have Joe. Bye. And we have me. Bye. And we have Ro. Bye. <laughs> um, real quick before we do the final send off, I, I do have uh, one more post I want to read. Actually, Last oh, 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 special oh my post. gosh, is this for real? Uh, no, it's not. Oh. So, uh, this is from a friend um, who I am speaking for. And they say, am I the a-hole for um, uh, thinking that people celebrate Christmas too long? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I think they're in the right. I mean, listen, I don't. I, I, kind of, I kind of agree with them. <laughs> we can sign off. I just, you know, I hate you. If both, you want to so hear us discuss to... this topic, listen to the last episode. Speaking of not sleeping, I've thought about this every day since we talked about it last. <laughs> Good. I'm going to leave my own comment for the show. Sorry. I can't help myself. Just sign off. Jumiro. 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 Jumi